Welcome to the April 10th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly. I'll be your host today. Today we'll be reading Proverb 10, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for everyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would open their ears to hear and their heart to receive what you would have them hear today in this podcast. Lord, I pray they would get new revelation of how much Jesus actually loves them. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's begin Proverb 10, verse 1. The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish son is the grief of his mother. Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord will not allow the righteous soul to famish, but he casts away the desire of the wicked. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. He who gathers in summer is a wise son. He who sleeps in harvest is a son who causes shame. Blessings are on the head of the righteous but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise in heart will receive commands, but a prating fool will fall. He who walks with integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. He who winks with the eye causes trouble but a prating fool will fall. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sins. Wisdom is found on the lips of him who has understanding, but a rod is for the back of him who is devoid of understanding. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The destruction of the poor is their poverty. The labor of the righteous leads to life, the wages of the wicked to sin. He who keeps instruction is in the way of life, but he who refuses correction goes astray. Whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. In the multitude of words, sin is not lacking, but he who restrains his lips is wise. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. To do evil is like sport to a fool, but a man of understanding has wisdom. The fear of the wicked will come upon him, and the desire of the righteous will be granted. When the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more but the righteous has an everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth 
and smoke to the eyes, so is the lazy man to those who send him. The fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. The hope of the righteous will be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. The way of the Lord is strength for the upright, but destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. The righteous will never be removed, but the wicked will not inhabit the earth. The mouth of the righteous brings forth wisdom, but the perverse tongue will be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked, what is perverse. I have a special guest with me today. This is a fellow student of mine. He is a a second-year student from Karis Bible College, and I'm going to let him introduce himself, and um, we'll take it from there. Hello, everyone. I'm Giuseppe Quarata from Italy. And yes, I'm, I came here directly from actually Switzerland, where I was working. And yeah, the Lord doing great things. And today, the Proverbs of today is really beautiful. And we can see many verses that are powerful. All right, thank you. It's wonderful to have you with us today. My first question I'd like to do is, what is the most important decision you've ever made in your life? The most important one was when I decided to accept Jesus in my life, uh, and I recognized that He loves me. He loves me no matter what. He loves me, and He wants to be, have a relationship with, with me. Okay, tell us a little bit about your childhood. I know you're from Italy, we can hear the accent, but uh, tell us a little bit about your growing up and your family, please. Yes, I grew up as a a Catholic because uh, in Italy, most of the people there are Catholic or in this moment, atheist, mostly. Um, I grew up going to church uh, every Sunday, but also like um, for three, four years, I was going every day. I was really in love going to church, but then I ha- I just decided to leave to leave the um, uh, the church because too many rules and like I was not able to choose for how I wanted to have a relationship with God, but they had always to tell me and to point out my sin every moment. And this was something that as a kid, I was not able to accept. And actually my family, they never opposed me because also my mom and my my father, he they didn't want really to uh, to have an, nothing anything to do with the church. Okay, um, we just had lunch together, and, and you said that you were saved in 2020. Could you please go over exactly how that happened? Sure. Uh, in tw- February 2020 uh, was, uh, was when, actually, like, I started before because um, I found this job as an engineer in Switzerland, and they gave to me, like, a mentor, and this mentor, like, he he's a Rama graduate, and he started to speak with me about uh, Jesus. And I didn't want really to listen to him, but I had one question. What is love? And he 
with that, with that question, he decided to invite me for a dinner. And during the dinner, he explained that uh, God is love. Jesus is love. And for me, it was a new answer. I never heard something like that before. And because of that, I started to listen to him more and more. And, and this was around November 2019. And then in February 2020, I decided to give my life to Jesus. And, and he showed me so much love uh, that I just wanted to have this relationship and go deep in, and deeper in our relationship. Okay, and we discussed over lunch that you had a, a four-year degree as well as a master's degree in engineering. Can you go over that, and uh, how was your first job in engineering? Yes, uh, I have like a bachelor degree in, uh, uh, that I got in Italy and uh, in electronic engineering and also master. I also took in Italy, but uh, I also uh, studied for a time in uh, Germany for one year actually, and after that I had um, my first like my first job was in uh, in uh, as I say in Switzerland, and there I uh, I was I was earning around hundred thousand more than hundred thousand uh, euro uh, per year, and like was amazing like I had really good life at that moment but was empty like my heart was empty because I didn't know about God I didn't know about Jesus and he, when he came in my life I I I, I stopped to see uh, the um, the value of money but I start to see the value of a relationship with God the value of his love the value of the people around me Wow, that is so good. So, I mean, one thing I kind of would like to point out here is he had what many people aspire to in this country, and that is a job paying good money. And over 100,000 euros is more than $100,000. I don't know if you guys know the currency, but over $100,000 could very easily be close to $130,000 a year. And yet, he was empty inside. So what brought you to Karis? And I know you said you did the first year online, but what prompted you to do that? Yes, uh, in my uh, relationship with God, I decided to go out and like I wanted to share like what He showed me with everyone. And but one day God told me like you are a building without foundation. Like uh, you have like strong faith and know you love me, but like you don't know really who I am and you don't know your identity in me. And because of that, I decided, uh, I was like, I, I spoke with my, um, my mentor and my spiritual father. He's a Rayma graduate. And he was like, you, have, you, you can go to, uh, to a bubble college. And I was thinking to go to Rema Bible College. But I didn't find an online option for it. And because of that, I started to listen more preaching on YouTube, and I got across uh, Andrew Womack. And by, uh, I really loved his teaching, and mostly on the healing side. 
and I, I and I went to check about like uh, the ministry and checking the ministry I found out that he he also has a school and I wanted to uh, uh, I want to know more about the school and by doing different research I also uh, discovered that I could do the first year line and while I was doing the first year line I just uh, got even more in love with uh, their teaching and uh, all I all the teacher that they have that they are their knowledge their relationship with God is so powerful well thank you what a great answer and uh, you know he's like me Judy and I took the first semester online and uh, over the over in the fall because we went to open house in October and we decided that Karis is really what we should do. So we, we took the first semester online. You took the entire first year online. What prompted you to come to Karis, the actual um, main campus in Colorado for your second year? Yeah, the main difference between uh, me before the first year and at the end of the first year at Karis was that when I started the school, I really had to force myself to hear God. I had really to pray, to meditate, to fast for uh, hear God because there was something was still lacking my relationship with Him. And uh, during the first year uh, with Karis, I was able to understand more about my identity and actually also about God's identity and what He really wanted from me. And and that opened my eyes, and also I was able to listen to him faster. Uh, I was able to, right now. I'm able to li to hear him every moment. I can speak from him, and he can s he can tell me uh, what he wants. Like I don't need to stay hours hours in prayers for have a real relationship with him. All right, what a great answer. And one thing I know is second year, um, they talk about the first year being the foundation at Karis, but the second year you really get to have a little bit deeper teaching. And you also do, um, what are the IAGs? Could you go over that a little bit and exactly how important those are? Yes, I think that is the um, most important um, incredible part and also the awesome part of the second year is uh, the part where we are able to speak, we are able to share our testimonies and to prepare for our ministry. For many people can be scared, but I believe that is the moment when you can really delight in the Holy Spirit and just like let it work through you. And mostly you can you are also able to share your relationship because like all the revelation and the things that i was sharing during these ages was exactly like my relationship with god was what god has shown me during my two years of relationship with him that they can be really few years but with god like the time is works different and he had shown me so many things and he has given me so much uh, wisdom and relationship that uh, I, will, I would never be able to get just from the world in this few uh, time, like short time. Okay, one of the uh, 
requirements of second year is that you actually go on a mission trip. Just give me your most important takeaway of how that has changed your life. Uh, the things that changed my life during the mission trip was that God for, foresees everything. Like he doesn't make you do things, but he will sp he spoke to me even before my mission trip, and he told me things, and he uh, gave me he gave me some instruction before uh, the mission trip that I didn't know why, but uh, while I was in the mission trip, I was able to. Uh, experience like his instruction to understand and to see that he had a purpose for it and that is also part of our obedience and trust him like I was able to uh, experience m more and more like how he does everything for good like whatever he tell us it's for for the goodness of our life for have abundant life for have a joyful life All right. Thank you. That is wonderful. Okay. One of the things that people kind of make fun of Karis a little bit is because people come here and a lot of people get married. And I understand you're engaged now. You've met the love of your life. Please go over that a little bit, how you met and how things went the way they'd have. Uh, sure. Like I'm, we are not uh, fully engaged yet. I didn't propose her, but we we are planned for getting married in one point. And um, we met here uh, during in the beginning of the second year. But we were just uh, we met as friend. Like we, we for many months we were just friend. We didn't really uh, uh, in, um, like each other in in as a relationship or dating. But uh, while we spend the time speaking about God, speaking about our life, we really found interest on each other, and that was something that really attracted me to her and during that time I was often reading Proverbs 31 that's speaking about like uh, uh, the perfect wife and there is one part where I say like the perfect wife is the one that can fear the Lord that has the fear of the Lord in her and and I, I was able to see this exact thing in in my girlfriend and because of that I made the choice to ask her And, but before even ask her, I went to the Holy Spirit and I asked him like if it was the right things to do, and he gave me as always like God give us instruction. Like if you we ask for help, he will he will instruct us how to do the things, and he and he gave me precise instruction. And after I did everything and I spoke with her, she told me that all I did was exactly how she always wanted. Because, again, like, this is when we listen from the Holy Spirit. Wow. Gosh, the time has gotten away from us, and uh, I really want to thank you, and I can already tell you that I will have you back next year because I have so many other questions to ask you. So um, we're going to go ahead and close for this. Um, our time's running short. I don't like this being over 21 minutes. Um, so anyway... 
I will never close a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So if you want to repeat after me, Father God, thank you for sending Jesus down to earth. Jesus, thank you for dying on a cross for me. Lord, because you did that, you were willing to, even though you never sinned, you were willing to take away my sin. I thank you for that, Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your goodness. I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. We'll close with a blessing. May the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance to you and give you peace. Please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today. 2041. I asked a couple questions I didn't think. Uh,